I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week on Up to 90, we talk... Naomi Campbell. Oh, I love it. Is it Naomi? Naomi? I think I would say Naomi. Yeah. Naomi. I'm going to go Naomi. You know, her middle name is Elaine. I did not. That's why you were doing the topic. And that is the end of the fact. Elaine. Naomi Elaine. No way. Would it have been the same if her name was Elaine? I don't think so. I mean, mean, Elaine isn't a diva name, is it? Elaine is the name of someone you could trust. Yes, yeah, although I the second I said that I t- thought of at least two lanes that do wreck my head. Oh, but they're not like you know they're peripheral. Is friends. it a bit? Is it a bit like that thing? I'm, can I speak to the manager, please? Bit of that. Yeah, bit yeah, of that. yeah. That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. Do you know what I was thinking of today? Um, as I was in my car in my few pits, Shola Ama need some. Bye. What is she up to? Well, do you know who's the man who would know? Garode Farrelly. Of Fascinated. Oh, yes, he Guys, would know. if you haven't started listening to Fascinated, do it. Uh, if you're a 90s kid, especially. Yes. Because Garode is the man who tracks down those one-hit wonder people that you're like, what happened to those people? He's brilliant, isn't he? He's great. He's unbelievable, honestly. And of course, he was on one of our favourite episodes, our Spice Girls episode. Oh, yeah, that was a great one. And of course, he was at the live. He was at the live um, podcast in Dingle. Um, It did happen, we promise. Actually, Danny Ryan, who was on that live episode, did bemoan the fact that the world will never hear how funny he actually was that night. Imagine if that was like him. His 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 final gig. Yeah, well, he did say he was like, it's never going to be topped. Like, that was my (laughs) finest hour. Um, But speaking of live podcasts, we actually have one that is going to happen. Oh, look at that. That is for an effortless segue. And it's definitely going to be recorded. Do you want to give the deets there, Ems? I don't know them. You don't know them. <laughs> well, for fuck's sake. Them. Listen, how can no. you for how can you have forgotten the date? I know, I'm so silly. September eleventh, people. Oh yeah, sorry, it's so September eleventh. I made it as easy for Emma as possible. Sass. Up to ninety. Up to ninety. Up to ninety with Emma and Julie. Uh, it's September 11th and it is in 
Wheelands. Wheelands. And it's upstairs in the parlor bar. The tickets yes. are available on, event, on Eventbrite. There's still a few left. Um, but do get them to avoid uh, utter devastation if you do fancy coming along. It's yeah. going to be deadly. We've got a comedic panel. It's going to be good. And we haven't really done like like the big push in it because um, we want to let the podcast people know about it. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think to be honest, what's what's been nice. They're nearly gone though, aren't they? Yeah, there's only a few. There's a okay. few left. Okay, yeah, there yeah. are a few left, but most of them have been sold. So if you do want to join us, and it Snap is guaranteed to be deadly evening, please do snap them up because it's going to happen. I'm going to get in touch with our lovely sponsor, Copperberg, and ask them if they could like maybe give us an out hamper or something. Yeah, we're going to get on to Copperberg. I'm sure they will. Our fantastic sponsor, who we love so much. I mean, it's the marriage made in heaven. Two gingers and a cider company. I, I mean, it, we couldn't. I mean, it was written in the stars. I know. Wait, till I tell Speaking you. Speaking of stars, I got my nails done again. I know this uh, is very interesting. Let's blizzard. have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, nice. Are and they gel now or just regular nails? That's just shellac. And um, April did my nails for me. And I was talking about April the last time. I said, "Ah, oh, shout out to April who did my nails." Her friend listens to the podcast. Told her I'm in April's the other day. What has she got bottles of in the kitchen? In Le Copperberg. Ah, no way. She said her. I swear to God, she said her favorite is uh, summer fruits. Mixed berry. So I'm gonna. I said I'll bring you a few bottles of what I have left. That is so lovely. Yeah. So that's gas. So what we're saying is the Copperberg's gone. The Copperberg's okay, gone, and I'm paying for my nails. Just to say that. Um, Please God. But sure, look, we're back to bartering, just like they used to do in the medieval times. Yes. Would you be a fan? Of, uh, would you be a barter? Well, I'm a terrible haggler. Like the worst. Not good at it. Oh, oh I yeah, mean, that's like I they'll imagined. say ten ten dollar. I'm like, I'm so sorry that you're living in poverty. Look, here's twenty, and we'll call it even. Like, I just can't. Uh, myself and Maria were who you know. Of course, yes. Maria gets a lot of mentions hey, on the podcast. Um, but myself and Maria were just the worst hagglers in Central America. Oh, we yes. actually came off. We rented scooters one day. And hilariously, we came, of course, like we came off the scooter, like it was bound to happen. But there was these guys, and I think we were in like Nicaragua or somewhere, but there okay. were these guys on the other side of the road. The funniest part was <laughs> Maria was driving, but I knew it was happening from those guys because oh, they started faces. to run and they were like, no, no, no. Um, Whatever the opposite of Andale Andale is, I don't know, like okay. stop. Yeah. Arete, arete. But we came off and a, a chunk of the, the bike, Stubbuggy led the hull. Of course, came off the bike. They helped us up. They were so kind. One guy helped me up by my tits and the other one helped Marie up by her <laughs> thighs. Jeez, it was a lingering. That was a two-man job, It was, was a it? lingering, like, are you sure your pelvis is okay? Like that are your kind nipples of thing. all right? Are they damaged? So we did have a giggle about that. Them? So both myself and Marie were like, we scored in Nicaragua. We're like, we totally count that as a score. And then we got Lovely. back and there was like a tiny, scratch on one side of the bike right. and the other two girls who came with us were raging because they knew we were going to fuck up the bike and you know the whole shtick is like they take your deposit and then you come back and if it's less than perfect it's like bye bye yeah. you know astronomical deposit but 
the girls were like, I can't. Of course, then we use the cupola focal, which is always a good way to converse in these situations. Mm. So um, basically, we the girls were like, listen, Hand one jobs. of the girls was what like, you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay for it out a year half like this kind of cracks were like grand. And then what I noticed as this haggling was going on, I noticed that an entire panel was missing from the other side of the bike. But they never looked at the other side of the bike. So they, they were like, we must ring our boss. So they rang the boss, the boss came down and they were like looking for like an extra $50 or something. And then when I copped that the panel was completely missing, you know, I just like, said to Maria, I was like, listen, here's the 50. And your mom was like, no, no, we say five. We say five. We're like, okay. So like, we're just walking slowly away. And I was just waiting for them to turn the bike around, but they never did. Oh, you've got so it. the moral of the story is we can't haggle. We can't no. haggle for shit. I am, I can't really haggle. I'm okay, but I've never bought, I've always bought a car with cash. You are so gangster. <laughs> I love it. A car with actual physical cash. Cash. Why, why, what? But what's going on with that? Like, why would you not do like a check or a bank transfer? Because it's a lot easier to haggle when you've fucking cash in your hand. Oh, is it? Of course. People can see, smell, taste, Well, I mean, it does make a lot of sense, but it's just I've never had like a couple of grand worth of cash in my hand. You just gotta go to the bank and take it out. And would you keep it in your tits just for extra effect? No, no, I never do the tits. I never do because I don't have any tits. We just fall, that would be. I bad. put my key in the tits when Security. we go for a run. Well, you see, I wish I could, but I could. If I did that with my boobage size, I'd slice a nipple off. Okay. I, we're not working with the same apparatus here. Oh, I well, could no, stick listen, it in my bum we talk and I'd be fine, but you couldn't time. stick a key in your bum. No, you see, I couldn't, no. I mean, I tried it once and I was like, never again. I was like, there's different ways to, yeah, well, to was, sex it up. I was like, I'm just not doing that anymore. It's the following day, isn't it? But sure, look, fucked. you see, you've got such a neater frame. I can imagine you could probably fit a little bit more the up the bum. Size. You just have boobs and I have a bum. <sighs> I'm Pining on the pounds, but one of these days, I did say to my mother today, I was like, I'm after putting on so much weight. And my mother, this completely unforgivable is, um, she she do agree? No, well, worse, she said, Do you fancy going for a walk? Oh no, that's the worst because the walk is just like burn. Get you moving. Come of on, we course. get you moving. At get least you moving. At right. least if we could get her moving now. Let's get you out of the house. I was like, oh, let's get you no. active, healthy heart. So yeah, that was a bit of a burn. Will we? Um, sorry for telling that Nicaragua story. It was probably one of those like have to be there moments. No, I could. I think it. when you know Maria, it's funnier. Like when you yeah, know the two yeah. of us. Well, look, Marie's not going to be getting any more fucking shout-outs on this podcast because she's not happen. part of the special group, which is... Patreon! Yes. Even though, to be honest, I think if she knew about it, she probably would be. She would. So my I need to mention this to her. She's that mate. Yeah, my brother said to me the other week, he's like, uh, I was like, oh, Patreon, it's only four euro a month. I was like, that's just like... You know, buy me a cup of coffee and we'll give you shout outs. You get a birthday card. You'll be our favourites. And he's like, so if I don't sign up to this, are you not going to get me a birthday card anymore? And I was like, correct. 
So that's what I'm doing nice. with all my family now and my children as well. Lovely. So there'll be no birthdays well, or no Christmas. Well, it's about time Tommy started contribu- contributing but something to the household. People are throwing them cash left, right, and centre for nothing. They I haven't know. done anything. Just for be- actually, I did have this conversation with someone the other day. You know, the whole thing with the babies, etc., on Instagram, and it's yes. like. They've rolled over today. And I'm like, do they not do that straight away? And everyone's like, congratulations. Well done, big man. And I'm like, it's just too much. Oh, it's, it's just too much. No, it's... It takes a long time. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, uh, is the deeds. Okay, our first Patreon. I just love this so much. I absolutely love it. Our first ever Patreon was Guess Who? Who? Uh, do we say, oh, we say patron. The name of the thing is patron. patron. Okay, still getting to grips patron. with it. So Patreon is the name of the site, but patron is the name of the person. Okay. Yes. Deirdre O'Kane, our first ever patron. Oh, my God. The queen. The Deirdre absolute O'Kane. queen. Dear, did you listen? So hilarious. We love her so much. Yes. Actually, interesting, I suppose, kind of a tangential connection to Deirdre. You know my mate, Kierna? Yes. Who does the amazing jewellery, Kiki yes. Naat? Yes. She does these, like, these Sorry, bespoke jewellery, etc. We have to stop I know. Kiki okay, now. she who shall not be named. We're but not naming fucking anyone Well, now. she did. Do you remember she did the Alanis Morissette? She. Oh, well, come on, poor old Fred. Sure, he's, that's a bit of merch now. Have you seen the t-shirts that's coming your way did you see the poor old Fred t-shirt no it's it's a a classic okay the secret side of the we're not mentioning Um, to the cash uh, so she who shall not be named Kiki Nart who makes the jewellery yeah Met her fellow when she was working in Vietnam at the Christine Nanopa Foundation of course Deirdre did the movie about Noble, what's yeah, called Christina Noble. Noble. So, like, everyone's interconnected. Our second Patreon, a patron, patron, sorry, okay, yes, of course. On. Um, on RT Player, if you haven't seen it, Path to Freedom is now up on RT Player. Is it? That? Yeah, watched it there recently just to have a, re- and it's still obviously hilarious. Ah, uh, brilliant, yeah. you know, because I haven't been on the player for a while. So, thank you so much for mentioning that to me. Um, okay. Uh, next person, Catherine Behan. Thank you so much for being sound and hey, supporting Catherine. the podcast. Thank you. Uh, Kelsey Mackinnis. Thank you also for oh, being a yes. believer. Ryan Ambrose, Kelsey. you big sounder. Thank you so much. Robert Ryan. Dunleavy, another sounder. Robert, Thanks a million. Is it Robert? Is it Rob? Is it Robbie? What are we talking about? Uh, I think it might be Rob, actually. Okay, I think nice. that's his name nice. on Instagram. Uh, Louise Shorten, mwah, long-term fan uh, of the podcast. Thank yes. you so much, Louise. Victoria Taylor-Doyle. Thank you so much for being a patron of Up to 90. Taylor Doyle. Yeah, love a double barrel. Breed Brown, who we love. Love Breed of, uh, I presume that's Breed of Bandwagons, is it? Don't know. Let Let us us know. Let us know. I'm presuming, but maybe I shouldn't presume. Dustin. Like Madonna, it's one name only. Thank you so much, Dustin. You know who you are. It, we really, really appreciate it. And last but not least, we're going to mention Oshin Kelly. Thank you so much for supporting Thanks, the Oshin. podcast. Thanks a million. It means a lot, guys. It Thank means you. a lot. And like, honestly, my heart does leap every time I get that notification yeah. that someone else is supporting the podcast. And if and you look, would like to support yeah. up to 90, Emma, you've already mentioned. For your um, a month. That's a cup of coffee. And can I just say something else? We all have the troker boxes in the gaff and whatever, but do you know where that money goes? 
you know where this four euro goes. This goes straight this back in. This four euro goes straight back into the podcast. And maybe um, the odd the odd Tesco shop. Um, thank you so much, guys. You're very good. This week we're talking hey, Naomi Campbell. Yes, we are. So I just thought she was kind of an interesting character. And now her career did start off in the eighties. But very much her... Oh, she was a 90s head, though. Ah, uh, she was. Like, yeah. that's when it really, really kind of kicked off. So she was actually discovered at the tender age of 15. Like, isn't that insane? And before her 16th birthday, she was on the British cover of Elle. Wow. But isn't that insane how they... Um, like having a 15 year old mm. on a woman's fashion but your magazine. Kate Moss was only a, a young teen when yes, she was we discovered were, yeah and we were talking about her and those pictures with your boy Marky Mark do you remember that the show The Agency did you ever watch that uh, I don't great. think so. Was it, it used good? to be on Channel Four, and it, it was. I, I found it quite w- creepy. Oh yeah, there was a. Oh, I probably did see it because there was an Irish version. Then kind of uh, like they kind of missed the boat, but it was Scouts or something, whatever. If you wanted to be a Life magazine model, yeah, usually something kind of cheeky, chappy involving an Irish politician. Jesus. Bit of that. But in with the agency now, I remember one episode, there was one agent and I just was very creeped out. Like, as in the, the you know, the client, the model would have been like 14. Mm. And I just remember the agent bawling, crying. There didn't seem to be any boundaries. And she was bawling, crying because the model was crying. She said, I just love you so much. And I just love you. I just love you so much. And I was like, where are the boundaries here? And I was like, this Jesus. is a child. It's just too much. No, insane. So she was born in 1970, which makes her what age? 49. 49. No, she's the big 5 next year. But she like, would I be. Well, this is it. Like, if I'm 35, like, she has to be some sort of yeah, fucking age, yeah. doesn't she? So where do you want to start with her now? Like, I suppose I she had to start. She was when she was 15 and she had a few little bits and bobs. So she was in a couple of, like, music videos and stuff. And then she was literally just going around mm. Covent Garden window shopping, uh, shooting the breeze, and she was discovered. And that's how it all happened. So, um, yeah, so before her 16th birthday, she was on the British, uh, she was on the cover of British L. And then it just basically, her career kept building, building steadily. And she was walking uh, on the catwalk. This is, I mean, this is what me and all the other models say. Walked on the catwalk. That's kind of the industry lingo for big names like Versace and the like. So this was when, you remember the supermodels, the six? Yeah. Helena Christensen. Yes. Kate Moss. Yeah, so Kate was kind of the last one, but I suppose she was the youngest. Cindy Crawford. Yeah, Cindy Crawford was in uh, there. Hel- I already said Helena Christensen. Um, Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, Christy Turn- Turnington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in there as well. Um, so before that, there was basically a whole issue about race so like Naomi Campbell's mates had to say to Dolce & Gabbana if you don't use Naomi you're not getting us 
And that was in just, oh, that was in nineteen eighty seven. Like the other girls had to say this. Yeah, yeah. And then she she appeared on the on the British cover of Vogue. Sorry, I don't know why I'm talking like reverse words. I think I'm a bit tired. But um and she was the first uh black person on the cover since nineteen sixty six. Wow. Isn't that insane when you think yeah. about it now? So, you know, there was a few kind of her definitely the color of her skin was a barrier mm-hmm. at the start in terms of supermodel because I don't think there was any other black supermodel, was there? Well, I don't think so. I'm just thinking like Grace Jones, we wouldn't have class I mean, she's obviously so transcendent, but you wouldn't have classified her as a model per se. Like yeah, you would like have I classified her as an icon a musical icon, yes. a cultural icon. But like I suppose strictly in model term, I guess there hadn't been. Yeah, and I think yeah, when I when you're thinking of like supermodel it's somebody who is completely commercial. Versatile. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously like Grace Jones just occupies her own niche. Yeah. So this brings us into the 90s. I just want to give it like a tiny little bit of quick background. So in January 1990, Campbell was declared the reigning mega model of them all. How do you declare that? Is it just like a slumber party and then pass the parcel... I suppose she's probably just getting a hell of a lot of work. And then there's six of them. Obviously, they were in uh, George Michael's video for Freedom. Oh, yeah. Freedom. So I think it was the first time that supermodels were kind of moving into other spheres or whatever. Because she was in that video and she was in um, Michael Jackson's video in the closet I mean we look back now it doesn't sound great (laughs) but there were so many red flags with Michael I mean for feck's sake yeah I know 1992 now it was along with other models but she was on the cover of American Vogue okay and then what happened that same year in 1992 she appeared in Madonna's controversial book Sex I mean (laughs) And then I think they had the some... Clue fucking, is in the name. I know. And I think her and Madonna had some fucking falling out. Like, if you didn't have an argument with Madonna... Uh, were, you even, were you even around in the 90s? <laughs> were you and even do you making an she effort? Was in, she made that appearance in uh, along with so many of them, Pressure Porter. Do you remember that film? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here come the hot stepper. Was there anything else going on in that film other than that song? I don't know. I don't remember anything about it. Other than the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the main. What is up? Excuse me, Mr. Officer. (laughs) All these just amazing lines that really defined my youth. (laughs) Fuck a sake. (laughs) So. Listen, let's get the good stuff. Yeah, what you want? So loads of covers of Vogue. Yeah. She fell on Fuck the catwalk the with Vivian Westwood's thing. Oh, was that where she? Oh, she fell at Vivian, was it? Yeah. And she was raging. Yeah, um, and then the shoes are now on display in Victorian Albert Museum in London. So she, in 1993, she was on the cover of American Vogue twice. 
Okay. Do you know what I mean? So it was like proper kicking off. When was she going out with Adam Clayton? Is that what you want to get to? Do you want to go straight to that? Like, or what's the fucking story? I just was so interested in that relationship. Yeah, it was. It was good. Had she, Tell me what had she, she know had, about had she, Well, I just remember her going out with Adam Clayton and the rest of my teenhood of the like the rest of my teenhood is essentially a blur I just remember Naomi going out with Adam Clayton yes. um, it was insane a couple of bottles of book fast and that's literally me done for the whole of the 90s uh, so when were I'll they going you. out so in 1993 is when she became engaged to him they met in February um, of that year and then what happened was Clayton was asked in an interview what's the one thing in the world that you desire that you don't have? And he said, a date with Naomi Campbell. Wow. So that's how it started. But they separated the following year. So I remember like that was a big deal. And there was I thought a lot... they were together for ages. Wouldn't you think like it was like maybe not the full 10 years, but you would have thought like a good few years. Do you know what I it's mean? It's probably just because we couldn't believe a member of you two had pulled Naomi Campbell. Well, he's kind of the best member of the group. Though. Well, I thought he was gorgeous when he was on the Tommy show. Was he lovely? Oh, really, really, really handsome. Has he got the glow in the face and stuff? He just looks really well because, you know, he's all into the clean living now and all that kind of crap. Okay, yes. So he's obviously been off the drink for years and all that kind of thing. And actually, if you do get a chance to watch that Tommy interview, I'm not sure if it's still on the player. Definitely do. But because, uh, of course, as Tommy Sorry, said, it's so rare that he Tommy gets to patron? speak. No, you're right. Sorry, forget it. Tommy, forget pull it. the fucking finger Come out. on. Come on, Tommy, you prick. Um, but Spending yeah, so too it much was... money on fucking hats. Throw us four euro one. She went there. She fucking went there. I said it. I said it. You heard. Well, no, listen. We've. I don't know. I'm kind of buying into the Ovi way of life. And in Ovi's world, you can never have too many hats. Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm collecting the. I'm getting a nice I little collection of hats I can wear hats now. with the curls. Yeah. Oh, I can because I have a big, fat, massive head. Okay, so that's where the anger is actually coming, no. coming from. <laughs> if you have a big, fat, roundy head, hats always look well on you. I do. I have a sizable cranium. Yeah, but I don't know if it's around you now. And also, I have a receding hairline. Do you remember your man who commented on my thing saying it's time you shaved your head? <laughs> that's what we call. <laughs> that's what we call a mixed review. Um, that was what Oopsie. we call a mixed review as uh, in response to my first um, appearance on. RTE, oh, somebody so about being gonna... on RTE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about time you shaved your head. Jesus. Well, I mean, a fair review. And he directed it to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there was no, is he talking about, like, or Tommy here? Because I had a picture of me it. and Tommy. Yeah. But he said Julie J. So, it's not so, so it was fairly man. clear, Emma. It was like Julie J. Jesus. <laughs> Do you hear about the oh, woman that messaged me about my voice? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, what a looper. So her friend shared my story or whatever to her and she wrote back thinking that she was writing to her friend. No, people are getting stung for this left, like, right and centre. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, you do realise that you're not talking to your mate. Like we had a bit of a convo. What did she say? She just said, oh, your one's, your one's voice go through you or something. Her name's Sharon. 
I've well no, look, right, you know yeah. my, with my voice, sure I get like I mean I just get slagged about my voice all the time, but it's gas when you see it in writing. It's oh, different, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it didn't bother me. I just kind of was like um worried about her that she was having this conversation with me when she That's was a you friend. all over, just concerned about other people. <laughs> all the time. I was a bit of a giggle, I have to say. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to, I'm probably going to pounce on her like in about eight months. Yes. When she leaves, when she thinks you're over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're okay. still. And it's purely for the crack of it. Like, of course. To, do you big know what crack. I mean? Do you remember, I'm sure at the weekend, you, didn't you message Vodafone to say my hair was looking great? <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were messaging me. I was just flicking Imagine through stories. Imagine what we could be saying. The hair did look great. Ah, uh, thanks. Curly so. blow dry, I'm it? embracing the blow dry now. Like it's just much more polished. The curls, it's just, uh, it's too wash and go. It's just too wash you, and go. You were, it had, I mean, it say had it, Emma. Down. Come on, you were Emma. A bit down with the I hair. Wa- do you know what? I was, I was a bit down with the hair. You were. You Naomi, were was she the one who said she wasn't the one who said I don't get out of bed for less than yes. Was yeah, that the only? I'm pretty sure that was her, yeah. Okay. But the 90s was turbulent enough. In 1999, she ended rehab after a five-year cocaine, drug addiction and alcohol addiction. But when but she speaks are... about it, she's very like, oh, do you know what? This is what she said. She's like, I was having I was having fun. Uh, I was having fun traveling. <laughs> Sorry, I was having fun traveling the world and, and um, having people just give you anything. But the little glow in your face goes, it's a very nasty drug. So she was still, she was addicted to coke and alcohol for five years. And then by the end of it, all that was wrong was like, oh, just the kind of glow had gone out of my skin. Yeah. So basically, she was just worried about the pores. Yeah, that's all it was. But she defo comes from good stock. I remember like seeing her mom on TV and her mom is just fucking like radiant like it's off the charts but do you know the thing with the whole coke thing I'm now yes. why are people surprised when supermodels do coke like do you remember there was just such a hoo-ha when Kate Moss was caught doing yes. coke and you're like but of course she's doing coke she's a model I think now like there's kind of more awareness about it but it was definitely like a big scandal at the time like Defo was. And what about her, like, throwing the phones at the assistants and stuff? Oh, yeah. All the rage. I mean, she's still known for having, like, I would say Elton John probably most, he he's probably the most notorious for the temper, followed, I'd say, in second place by Naomi Campbell. It would be one yes. of the first things I would think about would be the rage. So she had, and it's not just the one phone. I mean, okay, obviously it is, like it was one phone at one assistant but she's had but this is the 90s so that's a big yoke yeah so she she had there was lots of various different things between kind of 1998 2009 and the first such case was heard in uh 2000 but it was like you know from a couple of years previously so the assistant was like here what's the crack you fucked a phone at my head is what she said in court. And Naomi was like, yeah, I did, but like, so what? You liked it. <laughs> do you know what? Can we all just say it? How much do we actually love Naomi? But look, 
if you can't fuck. I love the fact she's like, yeah, I fucking did, but that's why I was paying you. Yeah, so she, she, uh, she paid her, the assistant, an unagreed or unagreed, undisclosed sum of cash and she agreed to go to anger management classes. That old um, chestnut. And that her record was cleared then for an ex- like an exchange of expressing remorse. I mean, are you not meant to fucking do that anyway? And she went around wearing a T-shirt. She was photographed wearing this T-shirt. I'm not I'm like I know it was paraphrasing, but it wasn't really. Naomi hit me, and I loved it. <laughs> I just love her, though. Yeah. So she in 2007 she assaulted her former housekeeper, Blackberry. She threw at her. Okay, so she wasn't a fan of the electronics. Like, it was probably just she was getting frustrated with the dial-up situation. I, I This think was the, the 90s. She had a massive gaff. She wanted to certain, send an MSN. Yeah, in certain places in the gaff, the coverage was fucking shite. And who are you going to blame? It's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> way of thinking, who are you going to ride? Yeah, yeah. In who Naomi's you, instance, who are you going to blame? It's the person dusting your silverware. Yeah. Who are you going to fuck? Who are you going to fuck your phone at? Exactly. Same, same. Yeah. So, I mean, she was getting into little bits and bobs. So she had to go and do a little bit of community service now because she was basically taking the piss at this stage. But she <laughs> went... <laughs> She fucking phones at everybody. What would be the community service so that she'd do? Well, I don't know what it was, but she went up wearing furs and full outfits. and uh, You'd expect ga- nothing less. And like a $300,000 Dolce & Gabbana sequins dress. So she just, in a way, like done a lot better, but it kind of reminded me of when Paris Hilton went to jail. Oh yeah. Do you remember that one? She well she shot her she shot herself then though. Because do you remember that picture? It was all a big laugh until the judge was like, No, you are going to jail yes. and that picture of her bawling crying. But I did like uh, the simple life. It was great. Really, In really her good. Defense, yeah. And she I mean? came across as much more likable than Nicole Ritchie. She did But actually. poor old Nicole, I think that was when she was at peak. Because she was came across as a bit petulant and this total brat. And Paris was just kind of, you know, hanging in the background saying things like, I guess ha. I never learned to do this because my mom was never around. Like, you know, she played that it's card ha. really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's given up the coke for a play to her. Or has she? No, she has. Um, so, yeah, she was just basically fucking things at people. In and out of court. Did she have any other famous boyfriends? She had a Formula One racing oh. car driver. Who gives a shite about that? Who She's never actually met shite. her <laughs> biological father. So she regards um, okay. record producers Quincy Jones and Chris Blackwell as her adopted father figures. I'm sorry, but like... You're not going to pick your fucking next door neighbor that was probably helping your mouth. Like you're going to go. Yeah. Well, you're going to go the... Quincy. But because yeah. she used to say that um, about Mandela, that he was she used to call him granddad. Oh, yeah. And he refers to her as his on- honorary granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So he, yeah, she was all about. Uh, she was all about Nelson. Yeah. But of course, most recent boyfriend, Liam Payne. I can't believe that. I don't think that's real. Oh, I think it was. I think it was just a fling. I'd say they didn't even give it a label. 
So I think actually it was only in recent years that she got her first kind of deal or whatever with uh, a cosmetics range. And that no was NARS way. makeup, yeah. It was what makeup? NARS. N-A-O-S. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that campaign. Would I be familiar with it? I haven't seen the campaign, but you'd know the brand, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I know NARS, yeah. But, uh, so that was her first campaign. She did. She wrote a book, The Swan, which people were like, that's shite. And she had a ghostwriter as well. Oh, my but God, she'd be raging. Yeah, yeah, but she was just like, oh, I just didn't have time. And it was like a novel. Yeah, it was fiction. Yeah. But I want the autobiography. That's what I want. Of course, that's what we all want. But she... Why isn't fucking, she giving me what I want? She got some ghostwriter. You would be absolutely swan. raging if it still got panned after you'd paid the ghostwriter. I know. Like, how does that even work? Well, um, but is she still mates with all the girls? I wonder. Like, in fairness, I couldn't really find anything about um, she, the has mates. She had a, has she been kind of quiet the last few years? She was on the catwalk a few years ago, but she was dropped by, she's been dropped by agencies several times. And people were like, <laughs> she's just. <laughs> I love that she's a disaster, that she's a beautiful disaster. But the people were just like, basically, the general theme of it was, she's not worth the fucking hassle. abuse. Yeah, it's not yeah, even yeah. hassle. It's that the abuse that everyone has to endure and put up with Well, to manage her. To be so they've actually just gone, no, they waited until she was 50, but they were like, do you know what? Fuck off. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Well, so. I know I say I love her and I actually do really enjoy the stories about Naomi Campbell and like she is such an interesting character, but we would all agree like it is shit to be treating yeah. people like that. But look, it's not cool. It's not cool. But we'd expect nothing less. It's Naomi. And then like she had some bloody uh, R&B album whatever the fuck was no. going on there yeah, no yeah and she was kind of when was that the 90s yeah and there was kind of a little bit of a link between her and uh, Puff Daddy no and people were like oh finally like two icons kind of like two powerhouses are meeting this is going to be insane and of course, no did he produce the album and stuff? Did he like musical input there? I don't know. I didn't write that. <laughs> P. Diddy Witty. Wow. I'll check it. I'll check it some other time and get back to. I'll only tell the patrons. <laughs> oh yeah, the patrons now are going to get the full. Um, info. They're getting yeah. They're getting the unseen bits, aren't they, Emma? They're getting the oh, hello. Speaking of unseen bits, I'm loving those PJs. They're nice, aren't they? They're really, really cute. Is it a onesie? No, it's just the same colour. Ah, I love it. You look great. So, uh, uh, thanks. They are very comfy now, I have to say. So, she does the old bit of charity, but it's kind of mandatory. Bare minimum. Yeah. It's kind of mandatory when you're earning that kind of money. Um, She supports the Nelson Mandela Children's (laughs) Fund. (laughs) Emma can't even disguise. Oh, but sorry. Can we just read this bit? Okay. For which she organised a benefit for Versace fashion show in 1998. Oh, yeah. Organising a Versace charity show. That's a lot of emails. That's a lot of emails, Emma. I say she'd fuck all to do. Like, 
she turned up that was it do you know like people say oh we've all worked so hard to put this thing together and aren't we great um she maybe she did a raffle maybe she did a raffle emma maybe she's appeared in various different things fashion targets breast cancer and putting her name to that and helping raise money for that so in fairness we love brazil was another charity earthquakes in japan and haiti fashion for relief do you remember like on comic relief she's getting involved and all that but like she's probably just trying to keep her hands i kind of have an issue with fashion for relief given that the fashion industry is essentially built on child labor i know i know I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's. But it's nice, feel good stuff for people to watch. Of course, so yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to think that a child made their clothes, but look, but their little hands are so good at the stitching. This is the argument you hear all the time. Yeah. I do have to laugh when people are like, um, I can remember once years ago we were in some random country I can't remember where, and one of the girls going off on one because the. Her Penny's spaghetti top was such bad quality. And I was like, we could literally go to the factory now. Like, we could get on a tuk-tuk. We could go. And you could actually lambaste these kids. But they might be distracted by their homes, like, burning behind you. You know what I mean? Good. The quality is not what it was. It's not, though. And we've got to talk to these kids. (laughs) They're letting standards slip. They really are. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like, and look, it is good keeping kids in employment and all that. You know what I mean? It's it's important. Yeah. It's um, but it is to people, isn't it? It is. It is something that does annoy me. The fashion for relief. Have you thing. ever trod? Have you ever trod? A I know someone? what you're trying to say. Yeah, I don't. It's a good question. I don't think I have to say. I don't think I have. I mean, really? sure. What would you do with your phone then? The phone would be, you know what I mean? You're just hurting yourself there. Oh, you see, this is how the other half lives. She just... They're disposable to her, like Penny's spaghetti tops to the rest of us. And like, this was back in the day when a phone was like... Yeah, like she had a, uh, a Blackberry. She fucked a Blackberry. A, a Blackberry, I always think of Lindsay Lohan. She was always banging on about her Blackberry, and I was like, "That's where she started to go wrong." It's the the Blackberry. They never just to say with the Blackberry for our international listener. They, I don't think the Blackberry ever really. It never really blew up in Ireland to the same degree. It didn't, Emma. Did it? No. Well, I just. I knew a couple of people who had one, but they just weren't a thing here. I I don't remember anyone really personally. I remember like you'd be on the bus and you'd see some someone in a suit with one and you're going oh, fuck off with your blackberry but you were that teenager down the back of the bus that none of us wanted to meet look at me i'm five foot two i'm fairly innocent looking i was always getting told i looked really innocent really yeah <laughs> so, so convinced yeah i was interesting yeah um, I always had an exceptionally haggard face, so I was feeling. Yeah, but you could be. You, you can. People still be always haggard. knew there was darkness in me. <laughs> oh my well, exterior. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's straight off. Uh, before we go, can I just Need say as well, Bali? Uh, before we go, can we just say as well, Vodafone Comedy Festival, we met Mary, who is sister of Sliding and Diving, a.k.a. Neil, who we love. Is Mary a patron? 
we do love Mary and Neil though to be right, fair like sliding and diving sliding and diving just this um, and Neil actually owns a copy of Julie Johnson the Courtney Love Misha Barton lesbian love story that you need to see um, he owns a copy of that which just made me chuckle and also big shout out to Evelyn who also listens to the podcast and Michella who Michella. also listens to the podcast Michella, and Michella. henceforth we will oh, never ever ever name you on a podcast unless you're a patron is that how we're rolling yeah we're never going to stick to it no this week this this week we're all about the tough talk you can hear that Emma is in a tank 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 I'm in a tank 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 and I'm not giving you Um, any of my love I've been Jeannie J I've been Emma Doran this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 